This is an Equity Bates Media podcast. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I will say this about investing. Everything you do learn is cumulative. What I learned at 20 is useful. Welcome to another episode of Equity Mates, a podcast where we break down the world of investing from beginning to dividend so that you can hopefully make some returns. My name's Bryce, and as always, I'm joined by my equity buddy, Ren. How are you going, bro? I'm good, Bryce. I'm just laughing at that bird that's going off in your background oh, and all the rest. Oh, mate. It's a situation over <laughs> the, here. Uh, Absolutely bucketing down. <laughs> the complaints about our audio will continue coming in quick and fast. People probably think I'm sitting outside under an umbrella yeah, in my yeah, back yeah. garden. <laughs> I'd like to say that it's uh, it's nice and quiet down here in Melbourne and all the background noises are up in Sydney where Bryce is. Oh, absolutely, Ren. It is bucketing down outside and unfortunately there is not much that I can do about it right now. But anyway, let's let's move on. We are at the end of our first week of Australia's Next Top Trader, Ren. We are. We are. What a week. What a week, an epic week, both for us in terms of getting this thing up and running and we've got you know a huge amount, an unexpected amount of uh, beginner investors who have placed their first trade for the very first time in their trading journey, investing journey. So that's super exciting for us. We've also got uh, some traders and investors that have been doing so for a while and are honing their skills. So this episode, Ren, we will go through a few of the highlights from the week bit of a market update. We'll review how both you and I performed with our trades and uh, look at some stocks that have both performed poorly and also ones that have performed well. So, Ren, let's get stuck in. All right. Well, do you want to kick us off? How, how are behind are we the, the winner or the, the leader at this point? Oh, mate. Um, I'm down in... I'm Personally, I'm coming about 300 odd <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i'm at least positive after the first week you uh you need to lift a little bit i'm also positive are you yeah let me just well you've a... got a positive attitude but i don't know if your uh yeah your account is positive oh uh, well we've actually got two accounts looking at this so the one that i'm trading on i'm i'm actually 0.12 percent down yeah, yeah so yeah. we can say that's pretty flat um, or we, or we could say it's down. <laughs> we can say it's flat. And I'm just looking at you, Ren, and you're performing much better. You're up 1.7%, currently 116th. Yeah, but it's all relative because there's only one 
person winning this trip to New York, and I might be up, but the the competition leader after week one is up a little bit more than me. Yes. James M543 is his referral code from Monash University. He is up a whopping 23.84% in just five days. That is a massive return. Yeah, huge return. And I was lucky enough to reach out to James during the week on Friday and pick his brains a little about, uh, you know, was this luck? Was there any sort of thought that went behind the the stock that he picked? Was it one stock? Did he go all in? Um, So we'll reveal some of his strategies in a little bit. But just to continue with the leaderboard... Uh, our top 10 have done incredibly well. Number two, Chad G834. He's up 16.84%. And then coming in at third is Rajipan 295 from Australian Catholic University. And he's up 15.26%. So the top three have smashed it out in five days. Uh, and our top 10 are really running away with the competition. So they're putting themselves in a very strong position to be on their way to New York. But... As we know, Ren, the markets can turn quickly. So five weeks to go. It'll be really interesting to see how these guys now manage their trades, I guess, over the next sort of five weeks. Yeah, and I think the thing for anyone who's feeling a little bit disheartened is literally in one week, someone made almost 25%. So, you know, if you haven't, if you've done as well as Bryce has in the first week, you've, you've still got plenty of time. And all you need is, <laughs> all you need is a couple of good days. And, you know, if you... If you pick the right stock and you make 20%, then it's game on. So don't feel like because you didn't have a good first week, you can't make it. Yeah, absolutely, Ren. Getting this far is, the is I think, the most important part. If you've made a trade and it hasn't done so well, look, you've, you've at least taken the first step, which is often the hardest when it comes to starting to invest. So congratulations on that. And as you said, Ren, anything can change. So before we jump into how we have performed over the last week in a bit more detail, Ren. Do you want me to just share some of the strategies that uh, our top 10 have shared with us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So briefly, James, who's coming in at number one without revealing his stock because I don't want to give away his, uh, his full strategy, but James has invested in the cannabis industry, which was recognized by Matt in last week's What's Hot and What's Not as a industry of strength at the moment. Uh, so he did a bit of research into the cannabis industry, found a stock, Uh, that he really liked based on what their expectations were in terms of producing cannabis over the next sort of short period of time and what their expected earnings growth were. And he looked into the industry overall and feels like that it's a bit of a, a winner at this point in time. And he decided to go all in on this one stock and very lucky for James that when he got in on that on Monday, the stock continued to rise last week upwards of 22%. So that's why he's sitting in number one at the moment. Uh, and I think the next thing for James will to be to really manage that trade. And I wonder if he's going to sell or if he's going to write it out. So that's a bit of insight from our leader at the moment. And so we'll keep you posted with some of the strategies that our top 10 are doing over the next week as well. We'll, we'll put them out in some email and over Instagram. So congrats, James. And there's a bit of insight. Yeah, nice one. So from the... Uh Excellent to the not so excellent. Let's uh, let's talk about what we've done because <laughs> I, I don't think we've had a chat about our respective strategies offline. So I'm interested to know. Uh, do you want to do you want to kick it off? What did you do? Uh, so I went all in on 
on one stock to begin with, which was the two ETFs. Oh, sorry. It was an ETF to start with, the ProShares Ultra Pro Russell 2000. Uh, I've been watching this one for a while and it's been performing pretty well. So I thought I would jump on and see what happens. And what the Russell 2000 does, it seeks daily investment returns that correspond. So it's a leveraged uh, ETF, corresponds to three times the daily performance of the Russell 2000 index. Now, for those who are unaware, the Russell is just another type of index. The Russell 3000 essentially encompasses all the stocks in the United States, but the Russell 2000 is the bottom 2000 stocks. So you take away those large cap weight, heavily weighted stocks, and you get a bit of access to the smaller growth stocks. Uh, in my opinion. So I went all in on that, Ren. Um, but then I also thought, mm, I think the, the NASDAQ, and it's, it's still looking reasonably good at the moment. There's a bit of a mini run going. So I sold half of my pro shares and went 50% in on a leveraged uh, NASDAQ TQQQ just so I can get some exposure to, to that. Okay, Ren. So that's my strategy. I think I'm going to sit on both of these for uh, the next little while. Both of them are leveraged and as we said, um, you know, risky doing so because they can turn really quickly as well and I can lose out just as much as I can gain. But I'm going to see how the market plays out over the next week. It was a strong week for the market. So I think I'm, I'm backing it in for another strong week and hopefully want to ride it up. What was your strategy? So uh, mine was a little bit different to yours. I picked an individual stock and so... Uh, as you know, we talk about, we look for ones that have a bottom left to top right chart and um, a reason for their share price to go up uh, in, the, in the short term of the trading competition. So retail in America has been surprising the market. So Walmart and Target had uh, surprisingly good results and Dollar Tree, a discount store, uh, had a good report. Well, it had a report that the market liked and its stock jumped up as well. So that I was sort of looking in that industry. I thought that there might be another earnings surprise coming. And I came across this company, Dollar General, who was up 11.7% year to date to Wednesday night. So um, I got in on them at the start of the week. They went, went up marginally. Uh, and then they reported on Thursday morning, American time. And <laughs> unfortunately, they... Didn't uh, surprise the market in the same way. Gross margins fell and earnings were less than expected and the stock fell 8% on Thursday morning. Oh, luckily, for me, luckily for me though, I had a stop loss on. So while I was asleep on uh, Thursday into Friday, uh, the stock fell 8%. The, uh, the stop loss executed the sell and I locked in you know, a marginal uh, profit increase. So I think that my competition portfolio is up like 1%. Nice, Ren. So what did you decide to set your stop loss at? Just for those out there, you know, we talk about stop losses a lot. Um, obviously, this is a perfect example of um, the benefits of a stop loss. How did you know how, what to set your stop loss at? Was it a particular percentage or? I'd love to say there was. No, I just put it a little bit. Uh, so it went up a little bit and then I just put the stop loss in above where my purchase price was. Yeah, nice. Yeah. So not a lot of science to it, um, but definitely can understand the importance of it after uh, not not picking the right stock, but not getting burnt for it. So I'm still yeah. in the competition. Nice, Ren. Yeah. Okay. And so now, so I'm 100% cash at the end of the week, but yep. over the weekend, I've found two other companies that I am uh, going to take a punt on and um, I've put those trades in to, uh, to be executed on Monday. So nice. we'll do it all over again this week. 
So you will not reveal what they are until end of next week? No, we... we'll, we'll see how they go. We'll see how they okay. go. I, okay. I got to say, though, like it is, for me, it is a bit of a lucky dip, I think. There's, um, there's not a lot of science to some of my picks, I think. All right, Ren. So we have some stocks that went well and stocks that didn't go so well. Some, some that are hot and some that weren't so hot. I know you've got a couple there ready to rumble. So do you want to share those with us? Yeah, well, the, um, so broadly, markets had a pretty good week. I think people that were paying close attention would see that um, the S&P 500 was up 2.9% and the NASDAQ was up 3.8%. Um, and they all had you know some of their best weeks in a while. So uh, good, good week for markets overall. Good week for us to start our competition in, I guess. Um, I guess the biggest story of the week was Boeing. And yeah. everyone everyone heard about all their uh, 737 MAX 8 planes being grounded. Uh, and the share price was down, as you would expect. I think it was down about 10% for the week. Interestingly, though, uh, Boeing is still up, even after a shocking week, is still up about 15% for the year. So has uh, has still done very well for itself. And it wouldn't surprise me if it uh, bounced back over the coming weeks. Another another company that uh, was pretty notable this week was Tesla. Did you did you see the Model Y? No. Uh huh. So Tes- Tesla announced their new. I think it's like an SUV or like SUV crossover or something. But anyway, their their new car, a Model Y, uh, and the stock fell five percent on uh, on its unveiling. So uh, yeah, not the best. Interesting interesting side note about the Model Y. I think it's got it a full glass roof, like. Wow. Like a, a sunroof, but the whole roof. Wow. Don't you reckon sure, that would get really you could hot block it in off. summer? Yeah, because what if it's yeah. in <laughs> California? Oh, there's got to be a way to there's got to be a way to cover it. I th- I'm sure Elon's thought about that. Yeah. I mean, I reckon it would be pretty sick if it was raining and like you you had the full glass roof going. Yeah. But yeah, you would cook in summer like <laughs> in so the sun. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so uh, obviously investors feeling the same as me and uh, the stock fell 5%. So a couple of notable names falling last week. I'll get on to uh, the more positive side of the ledger. So chip makers had a really good week. So Broadcom, which is one of the biggest chip makers, was up 8.2% after better than expected. Do you mean like uh, kettle chips and Smith's chips <laughs> and <laughs> what chips? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. <laughs> So, um, uh, microchips for computers is is what these chip makers are producing, and there's a few big ones in America, and Broadcom is one of the biggest. So, their stock was up 8.2% after better than expected fourth quarter earnings, no, sorry, first quarter earnings for 2019, uh, and, and announcing that it would return $12 billion of money to shareholders through dividends wow. and buybacks. That's a heap of money to be returning. But it, it had such a good report that all the other chip makers sort of were taken along for the ride. Intel was up 1.7% and NVIDIA was up 2.6%. So, so a pretty good week if you were in the uh, in tech stocks and in chip makers. Yeah, well, one of, our, um, one of our top 10, actually, I won't reveal who just because I don't want to ru- ruin their strategy, but uh, they actually hold a position in NVIDIA and have subsequently shot up to the... Top 10 on the leaderboard. There you the go. Of, yeah. Can it continue this week? Good question, Ren. <laughs> yeah, well, that is the question. And then um, another company that had a good week, but I haven't 
I haven't really looked into why was Apple up seven point six percent. So if you oh, right. if you held tech this week, you were probably pretty happy. Although if you held Adobe, uh, you wouldn't Adobe. be. So not all tech did well, but a lot of it did. Uh, they reported and they disappointed and they fell a little bit. So um, they were one of the companies I was looking at last week. Glad I didn't get into them. Although the company I did pick did pretty poorly as well. So you, know. <laughs> you win some, you lose some, Ren. <laughs> yeah. All right, so um, any any what's hot, what's not, any thoughts on the market for this week or last week? My thoughts are that I hope it continues in the way that it did this week, which was, as we've already discussed, a reasonably strong week. My Both my stocks um, are in favor of a strong, strong market, both leveraged as well. So from my point of view, I'm hoping that that can continue. What about from your perspective, Ren? Uh, no, not a lot. I think... Um the Fed announced interest rates from memory next week. So that might change some things. Uh, there's obviously, there was a lot of positive sentiment out of China because of their central bank um, really getting in and supporting the market. So potentially some of the Chinese companies might be interested. But really, this is a uh, this is a conversation for Matt more than me. All right. Well, Ren, we've got a week two just about to kick off. Kicks off tonight. Yeah, nice one. Hopefully we both have a bit of a better week this week and can... Uh, can be crowing about oh, I, I back week. us in we'll be up in the top 10 soon don't worry <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I don't know if I do but I um, I'm enjoying the ride so exactly that's, that's Ren, the main exactly. thing alright well we will leave it there Ren we'll chat during the week as, as uh, the leaderboard changes and we will then revisit it again um, this time next week sounds good nice equity mates and the people appearing in this program may have positions in the companies mentioned this is general advice only Please speak to a financial professional to understand how it may pertain to your individual situation. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 